Hey listeners, you may have noticed via our social media that we've changed the name slightly over the past week. We wanted to address that with you guys before today's episode. Don't Disgusto was a fabulous name that really allowed us to describe and create a great platform in asking people not to disgusta and trying our best to lead by example. But as we were recording more episodes, we noticed more and more that our message wasn't just about asking people not to disgusta. We wanted to inspire our community to be active and actively create pride in our city. This is where the change comes. No longer will we just be asking you guys to not call the town Disgusta. We are going to be getting to work to ensure that nobody ever wants to dis Augusta again. We're going to work to drop the dis. Drop Disgusta to us represents us taking steps to encourage everyone to get involved and to go all in on Augusta. Use the hashtag whenever you want to represent this movement of taking the city and making it better for everyone. We're going to be asking every guest from now on what dropping Disgusta means to them, and hopefully we can really generate some great ideas to spread. Thanks for your time. Enjoy the show. Hey guys, one note real quick. Um, we did record this episode in the, the top level of the book tavern, which is not a closed space. Uh, so the audio could be a lot better. Uh, we hope that you are able to see past that, and we hope that you love our content because April and David are hilarious and great, and we're happy to have them on as guests. So thank you, and I hope that you still enjoy the show. To kick it off, I'll go ahead and shout out Savannah River Brewery. Oh my gosh. They hooked us up with a six pack of different kinds of beers, and we're all drinking all those different kinds of beers. What's your favorite Savannah River Brewery beer? Okay, April? so I don't drink a lot of beer. I'm mm. a wino, but my Ooh. husband keeps the no jacket required in the house. Okay. And so if I do drink beer. On the occasion. On the occasion, yes. this is what I like. Honestly, I always that's trust my favorite. His choice. He likes it lighter. That's mm-hmm. my favorite too. So yeah. I endorse your. It's opinions. better for the physique. Yeah. I, well, the I don't know about beers. that, but I will say that <laughs> the Pilsner is really smooth and yes. mellow, and it's good on a hot yeah. afternoon, mm-hmm. right? Like That's right true. now. I'm yeah. a big yeah. fan of the IPAs, and this Blanky Kong that I'm tasting right now <laughs> is exceptional if you like the more tropical, like you know. Fruity IPAs, yeah. but not the ones where they add fruit to an IPA, mm, which I yeah, think is are... really wrong. Like, you, you have an IPA, it's a beer, it doesn't need to have fruit added to it. It just needs to be brewed to bring out those good citrus flavors. Yes. Yeah. To you me, need, it's I need kind to of like Tropicalia. Like, yeah. Tropicalia is like the really well-known... Creature Comfort? Creature Comfort, yeah. yeah. I can't reach further. I mean, it was in... <laughs> you, you like Marvel. It was in the Avengers movie. It Thor was. was Thor was drinking Tropicalia. it. Tropicalia. Oh. Man, I missed that. Fun fact. It was a tall boy. How'd you miss that? Fun fact. I, maybe I was just so taken with Thor's beautiful physique. <laughs> you know? All right. Yes. So now that we know that you're taken with Thor's physique, let's meet you. Um, <laughs> so with us today, we have uh, David... Oh, David Hutchison here, owner of the Book Tavern. Um, 
Yeah, enough said. Enough said. That's another. Okay, so we have <laughs> April, and we yes. have April. Yes, um, I'm April King, or April Henry King. I still haven't changed my last name. It's been mm, almost two years, but it's fine. Um, and I live, work, and play downtown, and I'm an artist. Live, work, right. and play downtown. She I got do. That's all the she wrote, <laughs> she wrote that down and memorized right. it. I think I saw that like outside on the CVB, like live, work, play, or something, like a hey, little yeah. sign. And I was like, I'm just going to start saying that because it so, just wraps it up. So it's like, I need a sound bite. I need a really good sound bite. <laughs> to prove that I, I'm not a millennial, um, <laughs> I'm going to age myself here really quick. When I first came down here and opened my store 15 years ago, we formed a group called the Downtown Augusta Alliance, and that was our slogan: oh, "Live, really? work, play oh, in cool. Downtown Augusta." That's very cool. Yeah. Well, I took it. Kind of so, old. Now, Thank uh, you. Yeah, very I'm just old. Kidding. Very <laughs> old. Between that and Love Augusta, it seems like a lot of stuff's getting recycled now, yeah. which is yeah. cool. Which is cool. Well, I think definitely. I think you know, like concepts that were, you know, we tried to pitch, you know, 15, 20 years ago, are finally starting to like actually get get steam. It's just. Uh, you know, I mean, Coco Rubio, man, he's been down here with the Soul Bar forever yeah. and age. Mm-hmm. Artist Row, all those people down here working really hard to make Augusta a great place. And in, in a lot of respects, it already was a great place. Right. But it's almost like it was the secret that it was great. Mm-hmm. I mean, the name yeah. of this podcast alone is kind of a tribute to how blind people have been right. to the awesomeness of downtown. Yeah. Right? Because everybody, and I really just drove it home for me. When I heard people who had never been to Augusta calling Augusta Disgusta, mm. I knew that our self-love level was kind of at an all-time low. Because you know yeah. who they hear it from. They hear it from us. Yeah, they hear, yeah. hear from the locals. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> you don't you don't hear something like that from somebody who didn't live here. Yeah, nobody's gonna yeah. show up and be like, "Oh, I have you know, I came up with this." Yeah. Like, Disgusta has been unfortunately perpetuated. I feel like yeah. by people that live here way too much. Oh yeah. Yeah. So I want to start by, I don't know why I'm looking at my notes, I have three words written down, uh, but I want to <laughs> start talking about y'all's history, like, as far as, like, with the city and with involvement, and then we can start talking more about, like, what you guys are doing. So let's talk for you first, David, um, with the Book Tavern, is there anything events-wise coming up, and, and is there any history with the Book Tavern that you want to talk to us about and share? Well, I guess I'll get events out of the way. Uh, this weekend, we have on Friday night at 7 p.m. our Speakeasy Open Mic Experience. We're featuring. That sounds like something I would. Endorse. I saw that on Facebook. Speakeasy was... Open Mic. Yeah, that's is right. this a new thing you're trying? So we've done a lot of poetry events over the years, and uh, this is new for this year. And it's called Speakeasy, an Open Mic Experience. And the idea is to just kind of, uh, you know offer a venue for people to come and share their poetry, but also to feature published poets or professional okay. poets. Uh, so this, uh, this month, uh, the 14th, we had uh, Moody Black here. And this coming Friday, we'll have Lady V to Poet from Atlanta. Uh, we've also featured... Now, is that uh, her name? Lady V the poet. No, her real name is Davida Williams, but her stage name is Lady V. Because like she was born for yeah. this, if that's her name. No, she was definitely born for this. That's really, okay. She was definitely born for this. Okay. So what what the format for Speakeasy is? Uh, we open it up with an open mic where anyone can come and share everything from uh, poetry to stand up comedy and anything in between. 
Uh, our MC kind of moderates that experience. Yeah. You sign up on a list. He doesn't call people up in the order they signed up, but just in order of how he feels at the moment. Oh, uh, wow. so, so he's almost like a DJ of the crowd. He, he is definitely, and if you meet Khalil, uh, <laughs> you, you will understand the gift that he has for this. It's amazing. Uh, in fact, he used to work here, and he moved to Greenville, and he comes back specifically to host That's these cool. events. That's yeah. really cool. Yeah, we really... We're sad to have seen him move to Greenville, but uh, I'm glad he's. It's a great it city out. to move to. Though. Yeah, mm. it is. It is. Yeah, we can talk about the Greenville Augusta connection yeah. someday. Yes, they're uh, very okay. similar. After the open mic portion is over, then you know mm. this poet will come up and uh, he or she will share for about 15 or 20 minutes, and then they'll take questions about their poetry, the craft of poetry, the experience wow. of. What, you know, if they're a spoken word artist, they'll talk about that aspect of it, answer any questions the audience might have. Uh, and then, you know, usually by 9 o'clock, we've wrapped up. We're ready to go out. You know, I mean, it's Friday night, right? Yeah, so, yeah. There's a lot more it's happening nice downtown. Yeah. That's what that exactly, sounds like. Exactly, right? So, you know, <laughs> uh, bring a couple beers here and enjoy yep. the poetry and then head on down to, like, Soul Bar or, you know, some other place downtown. So this is genuine speakeasy, BYOB, like... Yeah, so we call it BYOP, Bring Your Own Poetry, but... uh, (laughs) I like it. uh, Until the day that the book tavern becomes a tavern. (laughs) Ooh, we're knocking on wood for good luck. (laughs) Yeah, so that's history. You asked about history. Yeah. When I first opened up 15 years ago, it was one of my concepts, was that I wanted to be a book tavern, a place where you could buy both books and beer. Cool. You and picked a good name. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> like, um, are we talking about tap beer, or you buy beer in a can and you leave? Well, so like it's groceries. Really, it's really funny. The first Broad Street location we have uh, was down the street at the Henry Kennedy Building, which was a jug trade, where you would bring your bottle in, they'd fill it up with liquor, and they'd put a cork in it, oh. seal it up, and you wow. could carry it out. Oh. Those and are so, different days, apparently. But <laughs> <laughs> at the time I did all this... The, the kind of to be a package store, right, to carry out, yeah, yeah. or to be a bar with taps mm-hmm. to drink it in, uh, had a lot of stipulations behind it. Some of those stipulations seem to have eased up over the years. Uh, so maybe in the next incarnation, yeah, uh, you know, when we when we have the opportunity, we'll look at adding that. Actually, adding it in, it does require. A little bit of work, though, like going to the commission, getting yep. permission. Because yeah. oh, yeah. one thing that we want to be is a place that's fun and safe for all ages. Yeah. You know, and one of the rules is if you serve alcohol, you must be, thou shalt be 21 or older, right? Mm-hmm. So to get around that in our code, you can either be a fixed seat theater or a restaurant that receives 50% or yep. more of its revenues from fixed seat tickets and or food. Mm. So... So you got to sell some tickets or something. Well, so the thing would just be to ask for an exception and say, look, we sell way more than 50% of our revenue comes from book sales, you know, and then, you know, they might make some extra stipulations. Y'all just, Y'all just, I exception. would 100% support that. That's awesome. You've been so, patient. I've, I've, never been, I've never been to a book store so, that has beer. 15, That's awesome. Let me tell you, 15 years ago when I first had this idea, there were two in the whole nation. Wow. Right? And because I did a lot of research trying to find what others had done and whether it was possible to do it here. Now, I mean, there are like dozens all across the, the country. In Asheville, you can go to a really big one that serves wine and beer. Mm-hmm. Um, they're, uh, oh gosh, I can't think of their name. Well, 
Regardless, they're there uh, in downtown Asheville. They're they're all right. If you ask me to, to bet, you got to do wine. Yeah. Yeah. You have to do oh, wine. Yeah, yeah she you, will walk so in I'll come. Well, it would yeah. definitely. <laughs> we would do beer and wine. I mean, I just I would probably avoid liquor just because. Yeah, yeah. There's yeah, no yeah, need for that. All the extra, it, as much as I love whiskey. Yeah, uh, <laughs> the extra cost associated with doing liquor and the fact that you really you want to like for me the idea was you got a book club you're meeting. Everybody has their glass of wine or their beer. Yeah, if everybody's you know. got liquor, you're not really reading. Yeah, yeah. there's that. There's yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, there's history. Oh, and then the second thing, this Saturday, I've got Jinx Farmer uh, coming, and he wrote a book called uh, Funky Little Flower Farm. It's his second book. His first book is Deep-Rooted Wisdom. He opened up a Crinum Lily Farm in Beach Island uh, a number of years ago. And uh, this book is about the history of that farm. So it's kind of half gardening, half entrepreneurial. Uh, But it's also done in the form of the Seki calendar, which is a Japanese calendar of recognizing seasons by the physical nature of plant manifestation. Yeah. Uh, So it's pretty pretty cool. Um, And he'll be here Saturday doing some sort of demonstration, I'm sure, <laughs> along with uh, signing copies of his book. And uh, that's this weekend. So just to summarize, two events this weekend. Yep. One on Friday, 7 o'clock. One on Saturday. Uh-oh. In the morning or in the afternoon? I think he's deciding right now. Oh. No, it's... I, 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 uh, I when would I like him I to come by? I think it's 1 to 3, but I suddenly had this moment of doubt. So let me pull it up on my trusty calendar here mm, and, so smart. and uh, answer wisely. <laughs> Anybody that's married out there, I would strongly tell you to get a... Noon. It's coming nice. at noon. To get a Pretty close. linked, linked yeah. calendar with your yes. spouse. Yes. Get a yeah. link. It, it There's makes so the much that you difference. forget. It really does. It really is hugely beneficial. Yes. Yeah. Could save a lot of fights or arguments. So, yes, I actually. It's you always don't hard. Always it's talk. always yeah. It's well, yeah, and then you think that you told and them you, and you didn't. Yeah. Or or the thing happens where there's actually two events and then you have to fight over which one is the most important. Right. Let me so go ahead and have in. <laughs> I've got my digital calendar. I've got my paper calendar. Oh. For those of you listening. Oh, look at uh, that! And can't see <laughs> holding these two things up. And one is for a bro, and one then, is for not a bro. And then there's the, the weekly roundup. Where we sit down and talk through the calendar. Yes, you got to do that. Communication yeah. is key. Communication is. Key. Is everyone married except me? Right. Yes. Now? Yeah. Everyone. Yeah. Congratulations. You're the last person alive. <laughs> he is, uh, who is unmarried. He is a, a millennial. A Are you dating? Yes, I am dating. Well, Dude, swiping on the Tinder app doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> I do have a girlfriend. Uh, she has bothered me about mentioning her more. So hello. <laughs> And before we move on, uh, we do have one quick announcement. Chris, you can go ahead and take this away. Hey listeners, Chris here. Quick little commercial break. Connect Augusta has reached out to us to do a little promotion on their event they're having next Saturday. So here's a little bit of the information. Most of it you can find on their Facebook page, Connect Augusta. 706 Days Celebration of yours truly, Augusta, Georgia. It is located at Savannah River Brewing Company. It will be Saturday, July 6th, 3 p.m. to 10 p.m. A little bit about what to expect. 
local live music, local amazing barbecue from Smoke Show Southern Style Barbecue, local fun vendors, great local beer. Look, I'm going to be there. David's going to be there. I think all of Augusta needs to be there. The party is called 706 Day. Be there. Um, okay, so now that we've heard your voice, April, tell us about your history a little bit. Okay, What's so how far do we want to go back? Well, on you, but, you know, okay. five minutes. Well, uh... <laughs> you, should, uh, you should fight for equal time. <laughs> no, you're right, oh you're God, right. I love um, that. Um, okay, so well, let's, minutes, let's start where let's start where um, where me and David met. I feel like that would be a good little not me, injury. other David. Yes, D Hutch. So I so you can call me Hutch. Ooh. So I oh, I do like that. I we'll call you like Starsky. Hutch. You do look like Hutch, though. <laughs> I got a lot of that. Of course, Starsky and Hutch was on when I was a, a young man. <laughs> This is all about you at this point. So I met David, <laughs> but really, so, okay. So I, so I moved downtown and I wanted to, I noticed that people didn't walk and mm. I love, I've always loved my hometown. People like Augusta. Augusta don't like walking. They don't like walking. When you say I you moved walking. downtown, when did this happen? So I graduated from AU with a communications degree. But you didn't graduate from AU. Yeah, it was, actually, it was right at the time where you got to choose. What? You, you got to your, choose? Yeah, I got to choose if it was, if, uh, all my diplomas said AU or GRU. You graduated. What did I go me. with? I graduated from GRU, and they gave me a small Augusta State. Oh. <laughs> He's not even technically, like... No, I got a whole other anything. story, and I I won't beat it with a dead horse, but I've already talked about it. Anyways, we'll take. Well, that's now a, I forgot. Now I forgot. Okay, I'm okay at. sorry. We're no, at. Okay, so you graduated. I get, I get conf- you graduated I, from AU with yeah. a communication degree. Thank Wait, you. what year was that? Um, in two thousand sixteen. Okay, you graduated a the year, year before after. me. Yeah. A year after me. Yeah. So so yeah. So I graduated and. I never wanted to leave Augusta. Just all my friends went away to school, and I right. had to pay for my college, so that just wasn't really an option. So are you I from? Also didn't you went to high school here. Yeah, you're we from went to Augusta. Evans. Yeah. Evans, all that. I'm born and raised in Augusta. Great. I awesome. love Augusta so this much, is, as everyone knows. You are on the same page <laughs> with me and David. Columbia County squad. Yes. Well, Westminster, but it's all good. Yeah, so I decided to move downtown because I've always loved Augusta mm-hmm. and I always like knew I wanted to be here and everyone else wanted to leave or they called it Disgusta or they right. just didn't yep. realize Probably. that there was a million things that you could actually do and be creative. Yeah. yeah. So, so yeah, so we, so my fiance at the time, we had decided that we could either, he's an architect and right. I'm, I was an artist during school and so it really could I could have taken that anywhere because I wasn't really doing a lot with it, like in Augusta, besides getting, you know, like people wanted pet portraits and things like that. Yeah. But I wasn't like doing murals or anything at that mm-hmm. point. So we decided that we, we could have went anywhere, but we wanted to stay here and roll our sleeves up and really like, cool. yeah, make Augusta awesome. better. Wow. So, yeah. Um, what was your original question? <laughs> Tell us about your history. Like, how you? How oh yeah, you got yeah. So Dave, so so how I knew David right. is. This is all. So about I David. moved downtown. This is all about David. Uh, I moved downtown, and I realized that people didn't 
like to walk. And I was like, what could I do to get people to like, cause I was just falling in love with downtown. Like every single day I was walking around, I was able to walk everywhere. I love walking. So I was noticing that people were like parking somewhere and then getting in their car just to go Isn't two blocks so down. Sad. Yeah. I did that earlier. That's why I was so me. mad at him. Yeah. He misses out on everything. And I mean, you know, granted some days, like, I guess I could see that if you have like an an I'm injury. wearing long pants. <laughs> if you have like, you're trying to work it out. Or if it's very, or if it's very hot outside, like I guess. But two blocks. I mean, listen, my wife and I, we when we go out on the weekend, we park next to the Marbury Center at night. It don't matter. Okay. It's still hot, right. and we will walk all the way down. Good. And then the oh, we'll I bet you know, go to Miller because and that's how you discover things to see what's too. going yeah. on. And you'll see like new shops yeah. popping up and stuff like that. Yeah. So, so I wanted to, I wanted to get people to walk around, mm -hmm. but I was like kind of new to this neighborhood. I don't really know what to, you know, I was a little right. insecure. I wasn't, I didn't feel like I could do some big thing and I didn't right. have like a bunch of money to, you know, fund something. Mm -hmm. So I was like, I loved these doors in Ann Arbor, Michigan. I'd always been obsessed with, there was like a blog about them where this guy went around and he truly believes in fairies, by the way, though, he called them fairy doors and he would like install them. I think he even wrote a book about it. Wow. And they were just so intricate. Like there was, um, like little, like he had one outside a store and there was like a little store inside and oh. yeah, it was like very, very cool. And like kids loved them, but also parents did, and just like right, sure, you know, older men or whoever like yeah. loved them, and so I felt like out of everyone that I talked to downtown, like David seemed really nice and super approachable. And you mentioned older men loved them, so and that's older how men do it. love the toys. Oh man! Well, in fact, I didn't know that older <laughs> men would love them. Oh man! <laughs> Until oh, after they were beer? installed. I wish I could. <laughs> so anyways, I just asked, I started with a really small project. Right. Um, and I just asked David if I could put one in. And then I asked like Artsy Me and mm -hmm. a couple other places. And I put them in and that kind of got me and this on is the, the map. What did you call them? So they were the Adorables. The Adorables. That yeah, and it was called amazing. Adore Augusta. And, wow. and there's still there's still two standing. Yes. But what I learned, and I learned a lot through that project, and I'm still working on it here and there. But I learned that um, they were as tiny as they are. They're very hard to maintain. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so that, and then as my but that's the fairies' jobs, right? True, but they weren't really sweeping or doing much. So, mm. so yeah, so so um, that's how me and David know each other. Very but. Cool. What got me onto the bigger projects now, because I, I love, I was like a miniature enthusiast, I guess you could call it. I have like a collection of like miniature cheese boards, miniature, what? just Are anything you, that looks realistic. That's amazing. That's so I love Yeah, I have that. a shelf in my house. Will you send us some pictures so we can like post what a, some? What about Augusta Miniatures? I love Augusta Miniatures. Do you have any of her stuff? I don't because every single time I try and go get them, they're gone. I have, I have one. I'll show it to you. Oh my you gosh, which now. one did you get? I really wanted the Metro Spirit Box. Uh, so, evidently, I don't know. I may be stating this inaccurately, but I think we were the first place to receive an Augusta Miniature. Wow, we have this. We have this horse. And the other day I even found out it's like a toy horse. And... <laughs> It's some special manufacturer overseas does these things. And uh, one day we came in and there was a, a little tiny version of our horse. And I freaked out because I was like, 
what the hell? <laughs> and uh, so Cam did a bunch of research and found out about Augusta Miniatures. And I think we were like the first one that she did publicly. But then for a long time, she wouldn't say who she was. Yeah. And yeah. so it was like this big mystery. She did. She actually did a miniature of one of the tiny doors. Yeah. Like she did oh, a miniature yeah. tiny what? door and put it right yeah. next to it. What? Yeah. Well, and that was the thing too about that project that I really liked is it actually, there was like a thing too where people were doing like fairy doors. I wasn't calling them that. And they were just like putting them out, which I think actually might have caused a problem. But people were inspired. <laughs> they were inspired. No, they were inspired sure. And people were walking around. No, I and, would walk around just to find one. Oh, what do you feel? It's seriously, Audrey Aud- would tell me about it, and I'm like, I'm gonna find it. I wanted to find the miniature door more than I wanted to find a painted rock. That was starting to That's become right. a thing, yeah, yeah. but I think it died, maybe. Yeah, yeah. But it's the miniature, oh, is it really? Yeah, yeah. Well, the thing You're that the I like that huh? doesn't Augusta rocks. I'm just kidding. No, <laughs> secretly. A, yeah, no. There's <clears throat> two different groups. Uh, okay. There's two different what? groups that do the rocks. You yeah. know what we're talking about? No. Honestly, uh, there, there are rocks that are hidden that have been found and painted. I've heard of this. I've never seen them. And then they hide them. And then what what you do is you find it and then you put it in a new place, kind of thing. So it's yeah, constantly being like recycled. That. Yeah, I never did that. Oh my people God. Into yeah, it. but you know, crazy. if you can do just little things like that that get people like outside oh, yeah. or excited or whatever, that is I'm, awesome. I'm, that I'm you have that mindset. That. That's amazing. Well, well, it's funny though because about that project, I have anxiety really bad, and people would never guess that because. I just kind of, I try to get past it and look like my fears right in the face every day and just mm. do things that I don't want. But that project is funny because I did it because of my anxiety. I thought if I did a small, a literal small project <laughs> mm-hmm. that I would feel better about it. Like I love doing things on a smaller scale because it makes right. me, my anxiety kind of lessen. And now <clears> I think <throat> it's so funny that I, now I paint murals. Yeah. I was about to say, you're like, doing, never, you're not doing small murals. <laughs> and it says a lot about my anxiety and where I've come with like my yeah. projects. And what I would like to say about that too, is that it's, not that like people are like you're so talented you're so talented. I I'm really I'm really not I'm just a self-taught artist I love that story of like the doors and the mural because I just realized it when actually when I was doing a news I was getting interv- interviewed by the news and I was like whoa self-taught. I used to do a uh, <laughs> <you know. laughs> but um yeah I used to do a small thing and now I do a big thing yeah, and that just cool. goes to show that it's really just because I'm putting myself out there, which is scary. Now, when you're putting yourself out there, do you feel like the community of Augusta is helping you? I mean, do you feel like we all help each other out here, or you see that happening? Like, I guess do you feel I'm, supported, like when oh you, yeah, when you do okay. a mural? yeah, yes, surprisingly. Okay, so. there you go, and yeah. that's and I think that's right there is the heart of what's going on. Here. Oh yeah, we are all about helping each other. And out. before yeah. we go on, I want you to talk to us about what murals you've done. Oh yeah, so people can like kind of more picture it. In their yeah, minds. yeah. So and also too, I'd like to say that I work with my husband on them too because he's the he's the bibliography uh, okay. right side of the brain there yeah, where nice. he he really he puts it into it makes it like an image on Photoshop and then projects it on the wall and makes it all perfect that's and awesome. everything. Oh, and then awesome. I kind of come in with my organic like left gotcha. brain, you know, like let's yes. paint this now and add to it once right. it gets on the wall. Um, but so, yeah, so we work together and, and do them. He does mo- most of them with me, but there's a couple that he hasn't done. So I've done um, the Southern Salad yes, mural on the patio. Incredible. Thank you. Um, let's see. I always forget who asked me. Savannah River Brewery. Shout yep. out. Shout Did out. The outside. Yep. I'm actually doing the inside. Really? Um, this month. Yeah, we have a really <coughs> cool 
Yes, I've heard I about have. that actually. Oh really? Did Low they tell key, you? I've heard about yeah, that. Yeah. So um and uh we did some at Tax Slayer in the kitchen and then oh, wow. in one That's of really their, cool. Yeah, it was fun. Um where Stuart actually did that design um disclosure too on that one. I do most of my designs, but I do work with Weir Stewart because I love I love their designs. That's awesome. Um yeah, a lot more, but I'm not. I can't think of them now. Just the one at Tiffany Blue. It's kind of like a that was genius. Same, yeah, she oh actually. My okay, gosh. so I can't take credit for that. She actually came up with that. One. But you, okay, that. And what is it? The what idea, it? and yeah. I came. Yeah, so it's a floating veil and like a bundle of bouquet of flowers, and once once you say yes to the dress you get to take a picture in front of it, so it looks as if like you're the bride oh, and you have a veil on and you're amazing. Yeah. genius and oh, it, it says i said i do at tiffany blue it is her idea and that's the cool thing too is because i started downtown and i really wanted to make the place around me better um just because i think psychologically that does a lot for you when you like oh, sure. take care of something yeah. um and take pride in it but now it's really cool because people want things in north augusta like i did the um that's right i did the wings at the ballpark that's another thing we kind of nice. stand it that's yeah it's like awesome. augie's nice. wings and then um Oh, the snow cap. Yes, that one's I was my favorite. Ask if you did that one. That, that one's, one's fun. That's your favorite. Yeah. So I haven't been to the new snow cap yet. You've got to get in. I definitely. Yeah. Now that I know that you have a, a mural there, yes. I'm definitely. Going. Where is that? That one's a fun one. Um, Wait, how long have you lived in? Are you kidding me? You I've, can't. You can't ask me where anything is because I don't know. It's okay. in North Augusta <laughs> on off West Avenue. Is it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. West, West Avenue. It's a diner. Right. It's like driving and dining. Right behind that church's like gymnasium or whatever. Do we pronounce it gymnasium now? We do for this podcast. We're in a bookstore, so <laughs> yeah. yeah. Sounds better. You asked if um if I felt supported, and yeah, I think yeah. that's why I really like David so much because you always made me feel like super. Because it's scary going in somewhere and being like, "Hey, I have this idea for a project." Almost anywhere I would feel like would be like, "Uh, no, like who are you?" And you were so supportive and nice. Well, I'm. Thrilled to hear that. Because you know I'm a bit of a curmudgeon. Actually, nice, nice listening, Yeah, I like that word. Listening to the three of you gave me a lot of hope. Knowing that you're all from here, that you've all decided, cho- chose to stay here and invest back in the community is a really big deal because a community that loses its young people loses its life. Uh, and so that young people, millennials, and hopefully now Generation Z are choosing Augusta is really positive. Yeah. And I think that's one of the reasons why it's people from my generation who grew up here, I think a lot of them left. And they left with a bad narrative, you know. Yeah. And, uh, and so uh, even though you find tons of Xers like Coco who, who mm-hmm. did his thing, you'll find tons who, who just took off. They were like, I'm not giving Augusta For a second chance. one that stayed, right. three or four left, yeah, probably. Maybe, maybe worse numbers than that. Uh, I mean, if you look at the population yeah. numbers, considering all of the people who move in here, Augusta's population has remained fairly stable yeah. uh, for like the last yeah. 20 or 30 years. Which is pretty crazy, honestly. Yeah, and part of that is always explained by people moving out to Columbia County. But I think another part of it is explained by people not staying younger people in particular yeah. so to hear to hear you guys choosing to stay choosing to invest your lives here is very like that's uplifting for for me i mean i didn't i grew up in aiken and then florida so i'm kind of from here and i'm kind of not at the same time yeah and i didn't make my way back here till about 17 mm-hmm. years ago and you know to know that uh 
I chose Augusta because I saw its value and potential. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know that young people uh, are seeing its value and potential and loving it that way. Yeah. It really, yeah, it does me good. And That's I'd good. Have, yeah, and I'd have to say to you, though, it's like, it's it's almost, well, it's really fun right now, too, so it's, like, easy to be excited about yeah. it. But you, what I really respect about you is that you've been here when it was, like, through all the phases. We're not going to say how long specifically. <laughs> like, <laughs> I didn't mean to say it like that. I just really don't know. Um, but I mean, you've really, I mean, yeah. you've been through the phases and and stuck around for that, and that that says a lot. So y'all were probably young when First Friday was at its peak. Mm-hmm. My probably, mom and my mom was all about it though. But so you probably like, remember coming down yeah. at least once. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of musicians. That's what it yeah. used to mostly be. And the streets were packed. Yeah. With people to the point where you had to get off the sidewalk sometimes in order to like maneuver. Oh yeah. Uh, and we had talked for a long time about actually trying to get them to close down Broad Street for First Friday, but that never did end up getting anywhere. So yeah, when I first came down here and I saw that. I mean, it was so beautiful to me. And then to watch that become slowly untangled by, uh, you know, a few bad episodes. Yep, honestly. Uh, there was one in particular where Freaknik in Atlanta had closed up. They were not going to do Freaknik anymore. And uh, some college website posted that, and I don't mean like the college posted this. I mean, yeah. it's like a website for college students. Yeah. Posted that Augusta's first Friday was the next Freaknik. Mm. And the first Friday after that was the one that you all may remember that had so much violence associated mm. with it. Yeah. Uh, and there, I mean, in the grand scheme of things, it was not that bad. Right. I was down here. It wasn't really that bad. But there were a couple of high-profile things, and that put kind of a dirty smell to the whole thing. I remember when that happened, honestly. And then the cops would come in on first Friday with, like, suppression squads, and there would be blue lights on every corner. And eventually that just kind of undid yeah, so much. And then you had the, the, the housing crisis. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and of course... Just a one-two and you punch. Were, you were already... Yeah, you were already up against people. When I first moved here, and I... Uh, I first lived in Harrisburg. And the two questions that I got were, and I'd be like, what do you mean? Um, and they'd be like, you know... I mean, it's, it's, it's like, can I drive here? And I'd be like, I'm really not seeing that. I mean, I walk around and do my thing and, you know, it seems all right. I mean, of course, I mean, it's a narrative about race for a lot of people, mm-hmm. but there's this perception. And, and that's next, something people I would, often yeah. won't say. And when I said, oh, I want to open my business downtown, they'd be like, are you crazy? There's plenty of great places to open up. You could open up in Evans, or you could open up in Surrey Center, or you could open up and they would offer all these places that are predominantly white neighborhoods. But what they really did, I mean, you know, so yeah. there was that. And there was just this kind of whole narrative that Augusta was somehow, that downtown especially, was somehow violent and disgusting, and dirty and disgusting. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, so when you had these negative things piling up on top of each other, it really, there was a time there where I got, I mean, I still a little jaded, honestly. Yeah. Because I've been down here for 15 years, and it still amazes me how hard it is to convince the city 
to do the things that any other city this size would be doing for its downtown. Right. You know, like we're finally yeah. getting parking meters. Yeah. And I know there are a lot of we people out there. We talked about that on the way here. There are a lot of people out there going to be like, oh, I don't want to pay for parking. Well, go to Savannah. Go to yeah, Charleston. Yeah, go anywhere. Right. Go if anywhere. You go to Savannah, if you go to yeah. Savannah, you're paying $10 for two hours or, you know, whatever. Like, no, I so mean, it's the, crazy. The thing is, you know, uh, what makes good sense for a city that wants to improve its uh, business district is to have the most premium parking spaces somewhat paid for, yeah. whether it's a dollar an hour. Mm-hmm. I mean, the price is almost irrelevant. Just to have a price tag associated with it helps to turn those to spaces over. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It helps to get people thinking about things in a different way. Mm-hmm. And Donald Shoup, the author of The High Cost of Free Parking, can mm-hmm. testify that in 40 years of researching parking, there's never been a time where they charged for parking where it didn't receive a benefit to the community. So, despite anyone thinking that paid parking will somehow hurt downtown, <clears throat> it's going to help downtown. We actually did an episode on that, and I 100% nice. agree. With we you. talked to Sean about it, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sean, Sean would agree with you. Yeah. yeah. 100% on board. It's been really hard to get the commission to get 100% on board with that. Yeah. It's been really hard to get Augusta to get 100% on board with, with these things. Yeah. And so, we, like, <clears throat> you know, so there's a part of me that's jaded. And, and curmudgeonly, and when you said that about I was very supportive, I was like thinking about all the people who probably come in when I've just been like feeling so grouchy, mm-hmm. and they see this like sour look on my face, and I'm talking to them, and they're probably like, <laughs> "Well, I caught you on a really good day." I yeah. was like, because I was like, I don't know how this is gonna go, you know, yeah. and and it's funny because I, you know, I guess I I am a downtowny, but I don't really like. I, I don't even like to say this. Don't like look like a downtowny. I always tell my husband. I always is laugh. that a thing? A downtowny? Can we start? I mean, I yeah. Hashtag downtowny. Downtown. And is it Y or I E? The Davis around here. It's an I E. No, for sure. I mean, yeah. Downtowny. Downtowny. Yeah, and I, and it's funny because I always say like I feel it, I, it looks like I came from Columbia County and lived in a cul-de-sac, and I did. Mm-hmm. So it's like funny because I feel like people do kind of judge me on that sometimes because they don't think like, oh, she must be artistic and out of the box. Like it looks like, I, you know, I'm like, I'm just like beat bopping in here like this little girl being like, can I please put a tiny door in your shelf? Like, <laughs> and um, and so I was so nervous that day. And um, so you well, were very kind. I'm glad. Yeah. I mean, I, or maybe I'm more kind than I know. And that made me well, and, yeah. and that made me feel like your question earlier, like that did make me feel so supported. If I can do it, then anyone can yeah. because I'm just a self-taught art. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm just showing up and being like, oh, okay, you want a painting here? All right, well, I'll figure it out and like we'll work and get it done. Right. And so I, I think I wish more people would just kind of set their fears aside and just do it. So you said you were self-taught. Yeah. And that's something that I didn't know. Yeah. You went to school for communication. Yeah. And so when I graduated, I, my, I was so bogged down in artwork for doing pet portraits, like whatever it was. Like I was just, at the time I was just doing whatever people asked me to do. So is that like a side hustle? Is that yeah, how it that, was okay. in college. It was like a side thing. We've been there. Okay. Yeah. And so whenever I was graduating, I, I had done a painting that got really popular and it, and it ended up getting me so much work that what I couldn't even fill out a resume. It was my Augusta golf. Um, kind of dreamy. Can people like, see that? Anywhere? Wait, yeah, it's a Chick Fil A. I know exactly what yeah. you're talking about. That's beautiful. Thank what? you. That was done in college. 
Yeah. That's unbelievable. So I did that. Wait, what, where is this? It's, at, it's in Chick-fil-A. and it's, Inside of Chick-fil-A. Yeah. Which Chick-fil-A? Okay. The one at the exchange. Yeah, I want to say. And also well, there's another one. So you know cool. where yeah. when they redid it and there's yeah. this one booth where it's like a big circle in that corner. It's right there. And I actually was looking at it, I was thinking, this is unbelievable. And then I see your name at the bottom right. Corner. And I don't, like, I'm going to tell you the truth. Like, Probably around that time, I was boycotting Chick-fil-A. <laughs> yeah, Whoa. yeah. And, and since, since all my friends who I was boycotting it for have since stopped boycotting it, evidently. <laughs> I've too, gone back. The chicken was but, too good. But yeah, I mostly right? go through the drive-thru. And if you don't know... Chick-fil-A knows how to do a drive. Oh, they, they do. do. I always Nobody say, knows. I always say, if the Augusta National and Chick-fil-A like ran <laughs> the city, which they I guess they a, kind a of whole do, country, kind of or the country, yeah. that things would be very organized. Yeah. Yeah. I love my burgers from Gary's Burger, but I wish they had a drive-through that moved like Chick-fil-A's. But anyways, they got me. <laughs> so to the mural. <laughs> oh my God. So, so yeah, that painting um, got me, uh, I guess, popular or kind of on the radar. And then people started ordering a lot to the point where I could not even apply for jobs because I had so many orders. And finally, my boyfriend, or I guess he was, yeah, my boyfriend at the time. Whatever. Now husband. He was like, but, because I was like stressing. I was like, but I I can't even do my resume. Like, I don't know, where am I going to work? I don't know what I'm going to do. He was like, but like, this is your job. And I was like, oh. Like, it was the weirdest thing I had never even thought. And I wasn't even trying yeah. to be an artist. And honest to God, because I'm self-taught, you can imagine I look at my stuff and I'm like, I don't even know like, what that is. <laughs> I just threw that together. I hope it's good. Right. And so when I was getting such good feedback, I was like, oh, I guess, I guess You're not this all is art good. is anyways, yeah. right? Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. I would like to feel good about it. <laughs> we can have, I once participated as an observer in an argument about folk art versus uh, fine art, it was pretty. That sounds unpleasant. Well, it yeah. was very unpleasant. Uh, very yeah. unpleasant, especially oh, when one the of the guys thing. like banged on the glass at Bee's knees. We were sitting outside of Bee's knees, and I thought that a glass was gonna break because he was banging on it so hard. Uh, and I was like, "Let's folk not art. die oh uh, in an argument yeah. over what is folk well, art." Okay. <laughs> and that's another thing, like being self-taught. It's really scary because I am so far from an art snob. You can't. I mean, I'm just making things that like I think kind of look good and I'm just figuring it out I'm using things for my house I'm like oh this old broom this will make some texture like I'm yeah. just seriously just figuring it out right. and cool. so it can be so I, I do want to talk about this you've talked a little bit about getting support as an artist and and you've mentioned artist row I want to talk about what you've heard about that and how you think how you feel about it well I was scared because I was like, I don't know if they'll accept me or not. And so what I really just did was I just made my own group. I I don't know. I'm not a group, but I just did whatever I wanted to do. And I didn't care for sure. Yeah. Like I was like, I'm just going to do whatever I feel good about. And then we'll see who accepts me from there. And it's, it's gone over pretty well, but I think that's better than going from, and now it's funny because like, like you, you're so nice. And like, I was like, I was just scared of like, I don't know, I guess you're a downtowny, you know? I was just like, I don't know <laughs> if they're going to accept me, you know? Yeah. Downtown, downtown, downtown. <laughs> yeah. And so, um, 
and now it's and I love I love growing up like Artist Row was it's just adorable first of all because yeah. it's they really care about their storefronts and I'm all yeah. into if you have plants outside or if you're taking pride in like painting your front door or something mm-hmm. like that I'm really into that but yeah I, I still am not really connected but I do okay I do tell people to bring to get their artwork from me framed at Art on Broad. Okay. so yeah. we so, can have a connection now so I good. I think Art on Broad might be the last of Artist Row. Really? Well, I know they're trying yeah. to—they're trying to revitalize it right now. They're trying oh. to revitalize Who? an art district. Oh um, yeah, they Is being the commission. Yeah. Where? Um, not just around Sean, the Miller, uh, around okay. that area, well, and they want local artists to kind of like feel at home there. And I know that we've talked to the Augusta Arts Council, I believe. Um, just not in an episode, but separately. And they've talked about a program they're doing that Sean also endorsed where, and I wanted to ask you about this, where they're going to be encouraging local sculptor, uh, sculptors mm-hmm. to build these sculptures around town in these, in these pedestals they'll be leaving. And then they'll On be, Broad Street. Yeah. And in, like, maybe even Green Street. Yeah. Cool. And then Block the city will artwork. buy one of them. And they're going to continue to do that to build up the city's art collection. That's so cool. I so love So question that. number one, would you do a sculpture? Oh, Ooh. you don't want me to do a sculpture. That thing. I don't probably, know. It could be true. A, it could be a <laughs> you know mini what? sculpture. Okay, but here's yeah. That would be cute. But I feel like, you, you know what? I do. You know like, what? A mini door. OMG. A, a mini Augusta. True. Yeah, but, okay, but, uh, yeah, I would be interested. Yeah, the gauntlet's been thrown down now. Yeah, right. Oh, <laughs> That was a pen, but it was a gauntlet in my mind. Um, yeah, I mean, I feel like I'm on board for anything that just feels, like, good for mm-hmm. everyone in general. Um, Here's an idea. Would you ever whoa. do a public where you're just painting something and people... Like the smiley watch. face. People can come by and watch you. Yeah. That would be something that I would think you'd like to do on a street corner, you know, whatever. Absolutely, yeah. You're painting a mini door. I don't know. <laughs> And people can just see what you're what you're doing. Yeah, we yeah. I'm actually working on something um, right now where something po- similar to mm-hmm. that would okay. happen. Okay. Yeah. Very cool. Or, you don't want to tell us the idea yet. And I can't. Just well, work. it's, it's in it the, would be it's in the works. it would be granted. So I don't, I okay, can't say. Okay. Very cool. But, you know um, where it would be? Can you talk about where it would be? No, we're discussing all Ooh. of that now. So. Do you know but, where you'd like it to be? Oh, I have. I mean. Aunt, I'll take anywhere. I'll take any wall <laughs> yeah. downtown. Okay. I mean, okay. just, I, I'm all for just like That's straight awesome. down okay. broad, just anything. Yeah, okay. <laughs> or Very yeah, cool. even green. I feel like could be, I was listening to y'all's um, episode with Sean Freedom and I like how y'all <clears> are <throat> t- discussing, plug, <laughs> I like how y'all are discussing, um, you know, like developing green a little more yes, too, so yeah. it feels every, walkable. Every downtown has a historic church area that's beautiful yeah. architecture that you Charleston. can walk yeah you can walk down and look at it and that needs to happen more because yeah. green street has a lot of amazing architecture yeah. and and it just needs to be spruced up a little bit you know they did that brickwork where they made the one-way streets here and there to help out oh, the traffic yeah. i like that looks like they might be actually finally going back and putting in the parking spaces mm, on yes. green, which when green got repaved forever ago they didn't repaint the parking spaces on Green Street. Yeah, right? Wow. So it's legal to park there, but it wasn't obvious to people that right. this is a place to park. Yeah. yeah. So if they get those repainted, well, awesome. that And not only that, you have people like um, 
shared space that have taken advantage yeah. of yeah. Green Street and yeah. made this beautiful right. space. And that's what I'm saying. Like, if you just take the initiative, mm-hmm. I think that's like the. That's a big theme here, honestly. It, it is like, my if theme of today. One take home theme, yeah, well, except because, for downtownies. Right. Like, yeah. Initiative, taking the initiative is probably exactly the one. because people ask me all the time, Abel, how did you do this? Like, how did you do? I asked this dude if I could build a small door or I could paint a small door. Right. It's just like just show <laughs> up, just ask, like just like yeah. get to know whatever it is that you. Well, also too, I feel like if you're gonna be a part of a community, that you're. Being Might compliant well be to the responsibility yeah, of like yeah. being a good citizen, and that's like something I've learned. Like getting to thirty, I'm like, it, it is a uh, it is a responsibility, and yeah. and so whatever way that looks like for you, like just don't go home and just binge Netflix. Well, it's very yeah. easy, and that's be what a I part, that's what know? I joke about. But the biggest thing is, you know, a lot of people in Augusta and other towns that haven't gotten to where they want it to be always say, well. We're not a Chattanooga. We're not a Greenville. Well, those cities were not that way until their people, exactly. community, got together and said, mm-hmm. we're going to make it this way because we want to live in it. Right. I feel like that whole thing, that, there is a movement going on in Augusta right now. Mm-hmm. And one reason we wanted to do this is so other locals know that there is other people. There are other yeah. people right. talking about like this. Because it seems like there's, like there's a lot of small movements. Mm-hmm. And so... What we feel like is there needs to be more uniting themes among all of them. Yeah, 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 Um, you're right. Now, on that topic, we have one final question for both of you. And it's only been a little over an hour, (laughs) so I apologize for not running if if you wanted to run longer. But I have one question. (laughs) I want to ask both of you individually, and then maybe we can talk about it as a group a little bit. Um, This is the first episode we'll be asking this question, but we're going to ask it every single episode for every single guest after this cool. so you're pioneers is Jimmy what i'm Pitts. saying you're the pilot which like you've already been pioneering so we're good you know <laughs> um so i'll ask you first david um what does dropping disgusta mean to you It won't be this long. Oh man! We'll edit it. Uh, don't worry. Right. No. Uh, this God, man that... just paused for as long as he could. <laughs> it was tough. It was tough. I, you know, the thing is, it is a really tough, tough question to yeah. answer. I mean, the easy answer would be that you just want people to stop calling Augusta Disgusta. But there's really something behind that. The reason that people called Augusta Disgusta was because they didn't feel the support that April's felt here, didn't feel the yeah. support that I felt here. Uh, and some of that's real real pain that has to be worked through. But I think a lot of times it's that they didn't even love themselves. Love. And I really feel like there's a self-love problem in Augusta. Like we don't love ourselves as people and as a community. And that's self-love. So if you want to drop Disgusta, the best way to do it is to cultivate a little self-community love. Mm. And so when I say self here, I'm obviously not just talking about, oh, I'm David, I love myself. I'm talking about I love myself and I love my city. Yeah. And I love the people I love what me. I'm doing. I'm, I'm happy to be I'm looking, here. I'm looking for opportunities to develop and display that love, uh, whether it's through, you know, uh, like events here at the book tavern yeah. 
or hanging out with my friends at Operation Clean City, yes. picking up trash off the streets, whether it's participating in a, a podcast. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> That's a know, great idea. Right? Yeah. I mean, like, uh, whether whether it's just going shopping at local places, yes. uh, learning about my neighbors, going to Savannah River Brewing and having a beer, you know, hitting up the uh, comedy show yeah, at... The Fox's Lair. Yes. Uh, oh, yes. Yeah. That is a hidden gem. So, that is a, yeah. They have great drinks. Like, literally, <laughs> this city is a treasure of wonderful things. And if you want to love it, you can. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You yeah. Know? So just, if you really want to drop this Augusta, you just got to start finding the places in Augusta to love and start loving yourself in it. Love yourself. Love your neighbor. Love your city. Amen. The big three. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Top that, April. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, y'all y'all let me know y'all are going to ask yeah, this. And my answer is very similar. It goes yeah. back to the self. And so the, the thing nice. that, the thing that, <laughs> I know, I'm like, what y'all ask him a, first? We're in a bookstore. <laughs> <laughs> so, but, but maybe a little different. So when, okay. when I hear, um, Drop Augusta, it's whoa, normally whoa, you would whoa, think. Whoa. Drop Discusta. Drop Discusta, sorry. She meant that. Yeah. Whenever I hear drop disgusta, I think normally you would think that is, you know, drop is something that you need to do. So you would be like saying it to someone else, like it would be a command for someone else. But to me, I would take that back on the self, like mm -hmm. you were saying, mm -hmm. and um, figure out like taking responsibility. Like I was, it flows into what I was just saying about being a citizen and having that responsibility of being in your town and just caring because. Yeah. You know, just like anything, if you take care of it, you're going to take pride in it and you're going to pay attention more and yeah. you're going to like appreciate that thing more. So I really, I don't want to be like, oh, I wish people would stop saying that. Da, da, da. It really is more about um, not that command, but really just doing what you know is best for yourself. And that starts from like, if you don't like your job, then like quit your job because then you can be nicer to your neighbor and then you can be nicer to your family, yeah. you can be nicer to your community, you know, just... Things like that, just like, like you said, like taking care of yourself. Um, because, you know, when people are, we're getting deep on this, but, it's you know, when good. people. No, yeah, yeah, this is the deep People question. need to hear this. Right, but, you know, when people say mean things, like when I see someone tearing down some, saying something on Yelp about, you know, my friend's store or something. Mm -hmm. I'm like, that is their, you know, that it angers me. But also it's like, if they're saying that about this person's business. What are they saying to themselves? Yeah. Like, if you're going to talk that rudely and mean to somebody that you don't know, yeah. then what are you, how are you speaking to in, inwardly to yourself? So, yeah, let's, let's take yeah. it there and get deep with that one. We need some more self-love around know, here. Just, uh, a, a, you know, a city, I can't, I'll, somebody can Google this later and okay. find out who said it. If it's wrong, I'll take it out. <laughs> no pressure. But there's a quote that uh, that I read that said uh, a city isn't uh, a city isn't loved because it's great. It's great because it's loved. Wow. Mm -hmm. And I I I pondered on that a lot, and that that's that's what we need more of. Yes. Is, is people to to as you said love themselves and to love the city, and and if we love this city, it will flourish. I mean, that's there's no doubt in my mind. It has everything. That every other city in the USA has, and then some. 
if, yeah, it's centrally located, which is my favorite thing. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, you can side, get side anywhere. Note, if that's what the railroad person for. that quoted that is still alive, can you bring him in to a speakeasy? <laughs> that would be thing? super awesome. That would I'm be pretty beautiful. sure that that's a dead ancient philosopher. I'm sure. Yeah, <laughs> pretty sure. Okay. You know, I'm pretty sure okay. it's a dead ancient philosopher. <laughs> I like those old dead guys. <laughs> I don't know why. They're pretty smart. Yeah, some of them. And speaking of philosophers, a great man once said, or. A smart man once said, I'm starting with the man in the mirror. <laughs> I'm asking him to change his ways. Yes, I love it. We don't even want to talk about how my church did uh, a whole thing with that when oh, I was a kid. Oh, my gosh. And, uh, yeah, I was in, I was in a, a, an interpretive dance at my church. Stop. Involved David, with do that you have time. a videotape? This is going to be the intro. Was, this was, that this, wasn't around at that time. I this need was, to see yeah. this. Do you have a cassette tape of this, sir? <laughs> Chances are good that somewhere there is a VHS or Betamax tape with this on Ooh. it. And if you can find it, I'll pay you an ungodly sum of money oh to make sure that it never appears. <laughs> All, right. All right, guys. On that note... I'm going to cut it. Thank you so much for coming on. Yeah. Today we had... April Henry King. And... David Hutchison. And April is a local artist. David is a local business owner. Uh, and the Book Tavern. Of the Book Tavern. And we hope to see both of you guys very soon. Yeah, and I wanted to say, too, thank y'all for taking the initiative yeah. to do what you're doing. Yeah, it, it, all that. we did was show up, honestly. <laughs> there you go. That's all I got to do. You guys had me at the tagline... Two millennials who give a crap. And you're not a millennial. And I'm not and a millennial. I appreciate I'm that that's awful. awesome. Uh, I'll be honest. Uh, what is it called when you have to tell the truth? Um, Honesty? Yeah, that too. <laughs> no, full disclosure. Oh, okay. Uh, full okay. disclosure. I often say many negative generalizations about millennials because I think it's kind of fun. It As is. most uh, websites it is do, too. But, I'm a millennial, and I like to make fun of We me. killed Applebee's. I have to say, most <laughs> of the people who give me hope for this city are millennials. Yeah. So. Well, thank you. Yeah. That's and from you guys Hutch himself. Yeah, that's from Hutch. All right. <laughs> over, I like Hutch. All right, Starsky like and Hutch, Hutch over <laughs> When I was a kid, a Hutch was a real big thing for people to know. Really? Oh, well, I mean, Starsky and Hutch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like to share something cool about Augusta, let us know. You can find us on Instagram, you can find us on Facebook at Drop Disgusta Podcast. And please, while you're listening to the show, please leave us a rating or a review. Uh, doing that helps other people to find the show and helps us to spread our movement. Thank you so much. <laughs>